Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So he said, look, he said, uh, you don't look like you're selling uh, stolen products. I said, no, you're right. Um, So he said, I'll give you a couple of hundred bucks. So I said, what's a couple of hundred? He said, are you married? I said, yes, I am. So he said, well, you and your wife are two. I'll give you 200 bucks. This is the plaintiff, Michael Lawrence. He says he sold some used kitchen appliances to the defendant. The guy agreed to pay him $200, never did, and he can't seem to get him to. He's held up his end of the bargain by giving him the appliances. Now it's time he gets paid. That's why he's suing. This is the defendant, Jose Velez. He says the plaintiff told him he had four good working appliances, but in reality, only two worked. He's not going to pay this guy for his junk. He agrees to pay him 100 bucks, but won't give him 200. He's accused of not keeping up his end of the bargain. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay. Mr. Lawrence, you are suing Mr. Velez and Naples Used Appliances for $200 that you say he owes you for some appliances, used appliances that you sold to him. Is that correct? Tell me what happened. Yes, Your Honor. So my wife and I uh, bought a condo. We decided to get uh, the kitchen rehabbed, and we got hired a contractor. Contractor said he wanted the appliances out of the condo before he started, And I remember seeing the defendant's shop close to the condo. So I went in there, told him that uh, I had some appliances I wanted to sell. I showed him pictures from my camera of the appliances. He said, well, I usually don't deal with the public because mostly they're dealing with stolen goods. And I'm like, okay. I said, well, where do you get your appliances from? He said, Miami. I'm like, all right, whatever. So he said, look, he said, "Uh, you don't look like you're selling uh, stolen products. I said, no, you're right. Um, so he said, I'll give you a couple of hundred bucks. So I said, what's a couple of hundred? He said, are you married? I said, yes, I am. So he said, well, you and your wife are two. I'll give you 200 bucks. So I'm like, okay, fine. 
So um, I were all the them, appliances like, the in working order? Yes, Your Honor, they were. Okay, go on. Yes, they were. In fact, I lived in the condo. I used them every day. Okay. Okay. So go ahead. So they picked them up. And then I think on Monday, I sent them a text saying, okay, you got the appliances. Please send me the check for $200. Why would you let them take okay? the appliance without paying you beforehand? Because I was not home at the time. Then they can, you know, there are other avenues. They can cash app it, Venmo, Zell it. You know, there's, there's way, you know, this is a digital world we're living in now. And right. or they can just pick it up later when you're home. There's so many different ways that we could, you know, typically there's a really good way to not get in this problem, which is that you make those guys pay you before they take the stuff, you know? Right. And I believe I may have asked him whether or not he would pay prior to the pickup. And I believe he said he would not do that until he has the merchandise. Okay, Mr. Vallas, you sent your employees to go pick up the merchandise? Yes, ma'am. All right. And why why was why didn't your employees just inspect it on the spot? Well, this this is ma'am. Number one is that I do a good, honest business. And I told this gentleman, I got big signs. When you walk in the door, it says, I don't buy appliances from the public. He just wouldn't leave. And I'm like, all right, dude, I answer two phones all day. I deal with people all day with their crap, people and their stuff. And I'm sorry to say this, but it's just, it's a tough business. I blame myself for even saying yes to him. I'm supposed to say what I always say, no. What was the, anyway. Okay, Mr. Vellis, what was the problem with the yes. appliances? The dishwasher, the whole arm on the front door, it was no fixing that. The microwave did not work. Okay, okay? so and why I, didn't I, you I, have I, your guys return the appliances? Well, I was, because there was nobody there. The place was empty. That why was didn't my you call just, the plaintiff and tell him Hey, I, I don't. I did. And what? Oh, we talked. Right. He didn't want to hear But according it. to he him, didn't. what you were doing was trying to pay him less. Ma'am, because I told him up to two hundred dollars. I didn't say if the would Why didn't you just? Okay, hold on, hold on. Typically, why didn't your guys just test the appliances if they were all plugged in and? No, they told me. Well, they told me there were no good there. They well, told then me why the would they take no good appliances? Because, well, ma'am, look. In my mind, at the time, I said, it's junk anyway. He wants them out of there. No big deal. I'll get them out because I'm, 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 I'm removing his garbage. Really. Right. Except oh, for oh. that what happened instead is you took four appliances, according to you, because you're a good Samaritan and you paid zero. So you're not looking like no, a no, good no, no, Samaritan. No, 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 ma'am. I offered. I said, listen, I'll give you $100 for the other two that work. I said, well, you want me to send a check? Here's the thing, Mr. Said, Velez, stop screaming at me, number one. And number two, okay. okay, if your guys said that it wasn't working and they knew it wasn't working, why did you take items that weren't working? They were there. I probably had somebody else at the time in the store, doing business, on the phone or something, and it slipped by me. And that's the honest to God's truth. You know what I mean? And 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 they 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 just took them because they knew they were going to take them all. But when my daughter, I called them and I said, listen, this ain't no good and this ain't no good. You okay. know, this is why. So I'm, why didn't you order your guys to go ahead and return the appliances? Ma'am, like I said. How do you I get said, to have your cake and eat it too? 
I should have just took them all back. I left them in the front porch over there. Well, let him get but somebody else no, to deal with it. the better and more professional course would have been to just say, hey, I want to take your appliances back because I don't want to pay $200 for these. But what you did instead was keep his appliances and pay him zero. That's what you paid him. No, so, no, no. I, 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 he didn't want the money that I wanted. I, said, I asked him. No, he wants you to pay by the contract because he was selling used appliances as is. And when they left his place, they, they worked, according to him. Do you have any evidence they didn't work? It's almost worse if your guys tested it and it didn't work at the site. Then why buy them? Don't buy them then. Don't yeah. have him leave them there. Why do they take them if they're broken? So if you don't mind, then you, you, you're like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. I'll get them on my side. And when I get them on my side, I'll fix them. Then it was worth the $200 for you. How do you then turn around and say, no, I'm only going to give you half of what we agreed on? How is that OK? In what world is a judge going to say that that's OK? Mr. Lawrence, did, had, did you know Mr. Velas and his company before this? Absolutely not. Well, did you and do a little wish- research afterwards? Oh, I absolutely did, Your Honor. After I went through his abusive behavior to me on the phone, I did go on the Internet, and there are multiple comments that Jose is a liar and a cheat, a racist, a bigot, and an anti-Semite. That's one. Next one, he's abusive and he's a liar. Next one, very bad communications, angry. The owner is a dirty person. He's screaming at me over the phone explicitly. He, he, atta- he was attacked by the owner and yelling at my wife, continued to okay, yell at her I I, and hung I, Okay, up. I got it. We can stop now. We can st- now, that's fine. We're okay. good. We're good. <laughs> Mr. Velas, this is a simple contracts case. Um, and you are a professional. And your professional guys supposedly knew exactly what they were buying when they, you, your representatives that you sent there took the merchandise. So you don't get to haggle on the price later. I'm ordering you to pay $200 to Mr. Lawrence. That is my verdict. So the plaintiff prevails. He's going to get $200 from Mr. Velas. Mr. Velas, are you upset or not? I got, you know, I, I, I blame myself. Uh, it's a tough business and I just shouldn't have did it. So, uh, the judge made the call, and I got to respect that. Do I agree with it to a certain yes. extent? I have to, because she, that's what she does. So, and I'm a fair man and I'm an honest man. I do get angry. And when you're dealing with the public, guys, it's not easy. You, you respect her decision. All right. I know you're not happy. All right, Mr. Lawrence, on the other hand, I would assume you feel pretty good, don't you, right now? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, to me, I thought it was just a straightforward matter. Uh, we had an agreement. He got the appliances. I didn't get paid. Well, the judge agrees with you. It was a pretty simple case. No question about yep. it. Congratulations. Okay? Thank you. Good for you. All right. Thank you. Uh, Harvey? Well, Doug, you heard the judge. Uh, this was an as-is sale, and the defendant's workers should not have accepted the appliances if they were broken. Obviously, in a situation like this, uh, if you refuse delivery, at least that's something. But if you've already made the contract, that might not even save you. The key is when you buy used products, if at all possible, get a warranty. I got two settlements in the past, but never received a dime. How do I ever get what the courts awarded? A lot of people are under this misguided impression that when the gavel comes down and the judge or jury says you won and awards you a judgment, that you actually won. <laughs> you haven't won, really. You, so you win the when money. you collect 
the money. As exactly. I often tell my litigants, you can take that judgment, you can use it as a doily for your beer right. or, or your coffee, but you know, you you have you have to, the person has to be collectible. Right. And there's ways to get to that. There's a it's a process. You can get a lien on real property on on a house or things like that in some circumstances. And there are people who are in the business of helping litigants and people who have been successful in lawsuits collect their money. Uh, there are actually firms that specialize in that helping you well helping you and there's actual firms that'll right. buy the judgment they'll from buy, you. they'll buy it outright they'll right. give you today's value right. or at, right at a right. discount or they'll just discount. say all right you know what we'll right. pay you x on the dollar right and then they chase the person right you right. know you've got it you you, you file the judgment you make sure it's going to ruin their credit right um and the day will come when they will want to borrow money and someone will say we're not loaning you money till you pay off those judgments and all of a sudden you get that phone call and they say let's work this thing out yeah <laughs> This is the plaintiff, Natika. She says she put down $1,000 a year on a car the defendant was selling. And now a year later, she still doesn't have the car. And the defendant has her 1000 bucks. This isn't fair. She's not going down without a fight and is suing the shady car salesman for the return of her $1,000. This is the defendant, Oliver. He says the plaintiff paid him the thousand bucks to fix her Chevy Malibu so she could sell it and buy a new car. He doesn't know what the plaintiff's mad about because he fixed her Chevy Malibu. She's driving it, and he owes nothing. He's accused of being shady. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $311. The additional monies it cost him to fix her Malibu. All parties, please raise your right hands. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Douglas. All right, Ms. Natika, you are suing Mr. Oliver for $1,000 for a down payment that you put on a car, which according to you, he needs to return to you. Tell me what happened. Okay, so I met him through a mutual friend and he told me about Oliver fixing his car before and that he was a good mechanic. So I called him over and he was fixing my Malibu. He was paid. Then another time my car was messing up. I had him come over. He was fixing my car at the end of him fixing my car. He was stating to me that he had a car for sale and that he was selling it. And I was just like, oh, what was he fixing? Wait, back up a second. What was he fixing on your car that second time? My car would not start. So did he fix it? Under the hood. 
He did. Okay. And what were you supposed to pay him for fixing the car that day? At that time, we didn't discuss money for that, for the payment. What he said was, I have a car for, for sale. So he never gave you a quote about what it would cost to fix the car? No. Okay. What was no, wrong I with the car know. the second time, Mr. Oliver, when you fixed it? Second time? Either the belt or the, or the alternator. All right. So... But I think... Okay. And so according to her, no price for the repair was discussed because instead the, the discussion became that you had a car that you could sell her, correct? I told her that after I told her, like, listen, if you want this car fixed, I gave her all the problem. This is what you're going to need to get the car fixed. It's going to cost around this much. She's like, oh, no, I'm done. I'm not going to put this money on this car, this and that. I don't want this car anymore. Uh, I'm like, listen... Uh, I'm going to get a new, another car. Like, listen, it'd be, it'd be best for you just to fix the car. It's paid off. Okay, Mr. Oliver, this, let me ask you a question. So you tell her about your car. Let's get to that part, can we? You tell her about your car right. that you have for sale, and what kind of car is it? Uh, 2005 Kia Sorento. Okay. And the two of you negotiate a price to buy the Kia Sorento. What is she supposed to pay you to buy the Kia Sorento? I think the price that we negotiated for the car was like $4,500. Okay. But the pr- and then she gives you a $1,000 deposit on the Kia, correct? Right, because she said that she was going to uh, turn in, trade in the Malibu. Oh, yeah. Plus, I told so, her. So it was forty five plus the Malibu, right? Right. Okay. So, yes, ma'am. Right. So um, how long after that do you uh, deliver the Kia Sorento? How long? When I get the car, I think it was like... Three or four months later, something like that. Why three or four not, months later? Sure. Why so long? Because I told her I had to, I had this car. She said that she didn't want to pay the car. I said, listen, only thing I can do for you, I could fix this. I could have, I could keep you running to keep you going to work and going all that. And I have another car that I'm just putting the engine in. Okay. I told her I'm just I'm just putting the engine okay. in. Okay. And I I'm I'm coming to her house. I know she has kids. Right. I told her. I got to put an engine in this car. I haven't rolled it. I just got the engine, and I got to make sure that it's in good condition. Okay. What I can do is I can keep your car up and running okay. to allow you to and go to work she and supposed everything. To, was she, right. Now, so that so your deal is literally what you just said. She puts $1,000 okay. of a down payment on the car. She has to be patient and wait until you finish putting the engine into the Kia and finish the work you need to do on the Kia. And what you will do for her is keep the Malibu roadworthy so that she can keep using it. That is your deal for the I, car, right? I told her, I would, I told her I would, I would, okay. that $1,000, if anything happened to the car, I would use that money to keep her going. Oh, wait, wait. To, that's to different. Forward. That's what you're saying now. But that's... Probably not what you said then any more than it's what you said 30 seconds ago. So, Ms. Natika, what was it according to you that he said? It was $4,000 plus the car. $4,000 plus the car. Because I have the receipt. But uh, yeah, the receipt that he gave me. Yeah, show me the receipt. You got the receipt? Did you enter it into evidence? I did. Okay, here we go. Receipt to Natika. Down payment, $4,000 total, $2,005 Kia Sorento. Balance, $3,000. The thousand is uh, a deposit on the car. All right. So the day comes and the Kia gets delivered. And what is wrong? No, 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 no. I never got the car. I never got the car. Okay. So what the happened? The car was never delivered to me. I, I call him, I text him, and I guess he calls or responds at his convenience, which I was fine because he was responding to me. But it was always, oh, you're going to get it. 
um, in a couple of months. I got to do this. Oh, it didn't come. Okay, I, I told him I'm going to Atlanta. I said, will I have it when I get back? That was in October. He said, yeah, you have it when you get back. I didn't get it. He said, oh, you have it by your birthday. My birthday was in November. I never got it. Okay. In Christmas, Christmas, oh, you'll have it for Christmas. I said, oh, this is a great Christmas gift for Yeah, myself. you keep saying, yeah, I, I, I saw the text. You say, great, I'll have something to look forward to when I come back from Atlanta. Bust. Yes, that, great, I'll have I something to look forward to two months later when my birthday. <laughs> Bust. Great, I'll have something to look forward to in Christmas. And then what happens? He comes over. He said, you could test drive it. I get in the car. Me and my boyfriend gets in the car. We head down the road. I notice a crack in the windshield. I was just like, oh, there's a crack. He was just like, oh, I didn't notice that. So we're just going to tag that on to the end of your bill. What? I said, no, you're not. You're not going to sell me a car with a cracked windshield. Oh, well, I didn't notice that. Okay. I'm not, ba- I'm not buying no car with a cracked windshield. I'm okay. I'm not doing that. All right. So, Mr. Like, well, Oliver, uh, let me hear your side about the windshield. My side about the windshield? Mm-hmm. My side about the windshield is that she didn't see it. I pointed it out to her. I told her that uh, I would fix the windshield, but the money is going to be coming from a brother. That it well, would that's ha- not it you would fixing the windshield. That's her fixing the windshield. If you're going to okay. tack it on to the end of the payments, then she's paying for the windshield, right? Right. Okay. See, here's the thing, Mr. Oliver. Deposits are typically non-refundable. And this is clearly a deposit. This is not, hey, payment for the Malibu. The Malibu you were doing, you were kind of throwing in to make sure you got this deal because it's not like you were giving her a car the day you got the deal. It's August and you delivered it four months later. So your way of... He never delivered it. I got it. He never delivered it. But he had it to show to you to test drive four months later. So that's why you're fixing the Malibu. And the $1,000 is a deposit. There's not a word here about the Malibu because the Malibu is, just like Ms. Nikita says, just like you said originally, and just like I believe, the Malibu was kind of a freebie to keep her waiting for those four months that it took you to bring the car by. So the question is, does she have to accept the car with a broken windshield um, and or accept that she's going to pay for it, but not until the end of? No, she doesn't have to. And that's where everything breaks down. And then she's entitled to her thousand dollars back. You don't get to change the thousand that was a deposit for the car and say, oh, not only is that that for uh, repairs that I made to your Malibu, but also you owe me another 311 for those repairs. No. So on your counterclaim against her for 311, zero. And on her claim against you for a thousand dollars, my verdict is for the plaintiff. You didn't allow me to to complete my case. So the plaintiff prevails. She's going to get the thousand dollars. Oliver, you said she she didn't get to finish your case. I wasn't seeking. I wasn't seeking that. I was just explaining to her that that thousand dollars that she gave me, I used to fix her car. No, no one's going to use. No one's going to fix your car for free. I told her that I told her I would deduct it from the payment and the judge would did not even allow me to explain that. Well, that's the judge's decision. She heard your case and, you know, she's decided you aren't entitled to it. So that's it. I don't know what to tell you any more than that. Miss Nikita, you are going to get the thousand dollars back. It was a deposit. You, you don't have the car. You get the money back and you're smiling. I'm just glad justice was served here. And um, it's just I tried to work it out with him, but he just wasn't seeing what I was seeing. And I was not going to pay for a broken windshield that everything was supposed to be fixed. And I've waited over four or five months 
You've been very patient. Good for you. Congratulations. Let's hear what Harvey has to say. Doug, we've talked about this before, but in a situation like this, it's kind of ridiculous if something is lingering like this for a year. Write a contract out when you buy something and write time is of the essence. Those are magic words. They mean something. It means that the person you're dealing with has to deliver on time. This was nowhere near on time. And if it were time is of the essence, you could go in immediately and sue if they don't do the right thing. What is your favorite season and why? I'm going to go with uh, football season. <laughs> you idiot. I don't think that's what they You don't meant. think that's what they mean? Okay. Um, then I'm going to say fall is my favorite season. Yeah, that's mine too. Uh, it's kind of when football really gets but is it still up. about football? And no, no, no. But it's also, <laughs> look, I mean, I, I love fall because you and I like to get away and see the leaves change even though we live in Florida. Because we don't have it because we're right. in this scorched earth right. um, heat in so, South Florida. Everybody who does has it, have it gets to see that. It's so beautiful. The air gets drier and crisper and, you know, apples are coming in on the trees and there's cider and all kinds of good stuff. You get those holidays like... Halloween and Thanksgiving. Yeah, I start cooking in October. Yeah, and right. um, at my kids, who were just such Floridians, uh, as each of them left for college, the first, I mean, they, they called me every day as soon as fall right. started because they hadn't, you know, right. it was just so cool to just be immersed in that. It was a revelation. Yeah, it really to was. To be there all the time and yeah. to enjoy that. And you got college football. <laughs> This is the plaintiff, Darlene Brumfield. She says she was walking her dog, Poppy, on a leash, and the defendant's dog escaped and savagely attacked her poor Poppy. He was almost killed. He's had extensive veterinarian care, and the defendant owes her $5,000. That's why she's suing him. This is the defendant, Brian Ward. He says the plaintiff's dog was the aggressor. His dog, Mikey, is well-mannered and very sweet. The plaintiff is clearly fabricating events for financial gain, and he thinks the judge will agree. He's accused of being irresponsible. All parties, please raise your right hands. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right. Ms. Brumfeld, you are suing Mr. Ward for $5,000 for vet bills and personal injury bills because, according to you, his dog got out and attacked your dog and you. Tell me what happened. Yes. Like, basically, I was walking my normal daily walk in the evening. We are walking, and we seen a loose dog. So I crossed the street. Is your dog, dog on a leash? Fought... Yes, yes. What Hopkins kind of dog leash. is your dog? Um, he's a mix. He's a Dotson mixed with a poodle. So he's a little dog. Um, so we cross the street. The dog follows us, immediately attacks my dog. So I'm like, I'm, you know, shocked because this has never happened to me before. And what kind of I dog was the I dog picked, that was loose? He's like a pit bull, but he's like, um, he's still young. So I would say, I don't know, but he's a pit bull. Okay, go on. Um, and so he like locks onto my dog on the neck. Like my dog is screaming, crying. I'm trying to like pick my dog up. He's like grabbing at my dog's like private area, any type of um, area on his body he's grabbing. I'm like kicking this dog, literally has his back legs. I'm really trying to fight this dog. I'm kicking him with my boots. He's not getting off my dog. 
I had to, like I was screaming for people to help me. These guys came. They had a metal pipe and literally beat the dog with the pipe to get the dog off of my dog. I dropped to the ground because I'm thinking that my dog is dead because he just laying flat. All you know, he was screaming, so I'm thinking that my dog is dead because I'm just like hysterical. I'm crying. The people tell me the guy that hit um the other dog with the pipe he tells me that my dog is still alive because his eyes were kind of like moving around tells me to go by my dog just to so he can hear my voice so to alert him a little bit more so i alert him my dog um gets up but it's like blood everywhere i don't know like honestly where his bruises are because it's just leaking everywhere like he initially like we're able to walk home i had to phone my dad so that we can take him to the vet because or to the did emergency you, did hospital. You take the, did you take the dog to the emergency hospital? Yes. And what did they do? Basically, um, he had to get like uh, these tubes in his neck because he was bit up pretty bad. He was bit in his private area. Like it's a permanent scar that was like bit, that the dog bit off. So like he had to get- um, Stitches? Have, like Yeah, he had to get stitches on like all around his neck, stitches on his private area. These are the pictures that you submitted into evidence of the injuries. What am I looking at in that picture? It's kind of hard to tell. That little opening is basically the part where the dog gnawed off. So like that's a permanent scar that they said like that piece of tissue, you know, you can't, he can't save that. So that was what the dog bit off. This is like all of his neck, like he was bit, like he was literally biting him so much his eyes were so red for like the whole month. Like it was very traumatizing. Okay, now you also are suing for injuries to yourself. What were the injuries to you? How did those happen? Basically, cause I was like really fighting this dog. I was kicking him, I'm like pulling his legs, stuff. I, I really can't remember so much in the ta attack, but I fell when I was like fighting this dog. So I had like bruises on like my buttocks area. Like I had bruises here cause I kind of fell like on my stomach. So I had a lot of bruising. Like, so I had to be on like muscle relaxers because it was so much like, kind of like that pressure from, it felt like I was literally in a physical fight with this dog. All right, I have one picture of the bruising on your buttocks, which I won't show to America, but I'm gonna yeah. look at, all right? That's very big. Um, yes. this is a bruise that is on your arm. Yeah. All right, so let me hear from you, Mr. Ward. What happened here? Well, I wasn't actually present uh, when, the, when the, uh, the dog fight had taken place. Um, <clears throat> I had heard from the person who went over and split up the, the dog fight. And so you spoke to the people who, who had to use a pipe to separate your dog, and they told you that your dog had done it right that you know what had happened yes they, how did the yes, dog get out but uh, um one of my neighbors who's a real jerk uh he lets the dog out he messes with him a lot and he's the only one that picks on him uh he thinks it's funny obviously but it's not uh but he every now and then he he lets the dog out and run to run loose uh how do you know that your neighbor let the dog loose how do you know that i don't Oh, so why, but why are you concluding that? Have, have you ever caught your neighbor letting your dog loose? Uh, yes, it has happened in the past. What kind of dog is it? He's a pit bull. Okay, that's like the last dog that should be running loose because pit bulls have a nature that makes them lock on and not let go when they bite. So it's very hard to break up a fight. Why is every case where a dog is roaming, why is it always a pit bull? I don't know that we've ever had 
any of them? Non-pit bull. Uh, honestly, and it's not, you know, we the law doesn't punish a pit bull, the breed. The breed is what the breed is, what the breed is. It's an animal. The law punishes the owner that lets the dog roam and allows a situation to happen where the dog is roaming. So, Mr. Ward, what happens? Tell me what happens and why you haven't paid for this lady's vet bills. I'm, I live on a fixed income for one thing. It barely covers my rent. You know, people with fixed incomes that barely cover their rent probably shouldn't have roaming pit bulls. That's just my estimation of your situation, because the roaming pit bulls can be expensive. Go on. Okay. Um, actually, so it was to my understanding that her dog was the aggressor, and you know, my dog just likes to play all the time. You know what I mean? He was a puppy. How was her dog the aggressor? Or uh, he started nipping at my dog's legs when my dog just wanted okay, to play. Okay, you weren't there. So where is, where is there any evidence? I just want to know, where is the evidence of that? Do you have those witnesses to call as witnesses now? No, I don't. Okay. Do you have an affidavit no, from them saying, oh, her dog was the nasty aggressor? Do you have an affidavit no. from them saying that? No. All right. And no. how, no. I, I, I need you once again to understand, the law doesn't punish the nature of the dog. The law punishes the human that let the dog out, you see? So if her dog's on a leash and your dog isn't, you're going to be responsible for whatever the dog does because your dog wouldn't be near her dog if it was on a leash. You'd have the dog under your care, custody, and control instead of the dog roaming the neighborhood, terrorizing another dog and a lady, you see? So really, there's not, we're not going to sit, the law isn't going to sit there and say, who nipped who first? Because her dog is restrained. What the law is going to look at is whose dog wasn't restrained. And your dog is the one that wasn't restrained and came after them. So please explain to me how it is that you can under oath tell me that your dog was just playing at that time when I just showed the injuries to her dog. In all honesty, I can't. Right. Let's look at your, um, I've seen the vet bills. Those are very clear. I want to understand the bills that you are suing for for your personal injuries, Ms. Brumfeld. Looking at those doctor bills, do you have the actual doctor's report? They basically just, they didn't even document my uh, dog uh, incident because, like, basically some of my symptoms, they were, like, testing me for, like, COVID-19 and stuff because I was, like, I don't know. My body kind of went into like a natural kind of like reaction. So a lot of the symptoms that I were having, they were testing me for COVID-19 because they were saying like this might right, be Right. But I want to know that the reason you went to the doctor was because this of this. The, otherwise, um, you know, I've got in other words, you're asking me yes. to award you fifteen hundred dollars for doctor's visits that, by the way, you are not out because they deducted. And do you have insurance? Yes. Right. So I need to know, I need to see proof that this was, and it's six days after. So I need to see proof that this isn't just a regular doctor's visit that you had to go to because of whatever problem you had. So do you have anything that shows that the reason you went into the doctor was the dog fight besides bills? No. All right. No, no. Yeah. All right. But I do see your bruises and I know that had to hurt. So, and you're suing for pain and suffering. Did animal control ever knock on your door? Oh, yeah, they sure did. I received $750 in fines. Okay. And I found this kind of interesting in your complaint. What you say is I was able to dodge the dog police 
for a few weeks. You know, let me just give you a little piece of advice. Something you never want to say to a judge is I was able to dodge the police. I mean, you know, the word, in fact, if the word dodge is in your vocabulary, it's probably not looking good for you. So I am going to definitely order you to pay the $1,979.70 that she's out in vet bills. That's for darn sure. I'm going to add to that $500 for pain and suffering because I see the injuries that happened to her when she got knocked down. The bruise, she doesn't want me to show it on national television. The bruise on her thigh and buttocks is this big. Um, and that's part of why I think owning a pit bull when you can't afford to own a pit bull uh, and letting it roam free when it shouldn't be roaming free is a very expensive habit. You might want to um, give the pit bull to somebody who can actually care for the pit bull. So I'm going to order you uh, pain and su- some pain and suffering for her as well for a total of $2,479.70 in damages to the plaintiff. Good luck, ma'am. How's the dog doing now? He's doing good. He's actually right here. Well, he's Oh, bring him up. Now. Let me see Coffee. him. Let me see him. I need a happy Free ending pump. to something. <laughs> Seriously. This is, this is Poppy. I'm glad to hear her dog is okay. Yeah. Look at that sweet thing. Yeah. Looks like my dog, doesn't it? Just much smaller much and smaller. better looking. <laughs> right. Good luck, everybody. Smaller. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. So the plaintiff prevails. She's going to get just under $2,500 from the defendant. Mr. Ward, uh, how do you feel about this? Well, first of all, I, I'm very happy to hear that her dog is okay. Basically, you know, I agree with the judge's findings. So, um, you know, I, I, I wish the, the plaintiff well. All right. I guess the best advice is you've just got to be very careful with your dog because obviously he can be very aggressive. You know? Yes, sir. Pit bulls are that way. Yes, sir. Good luck to you. They're expensive, as the judge points out. They can be very expensive. <laughs> learning the hard way. All right, Ms. Broomfield, uh, I'm sure you feel better now. You got just under $2,500 to help. Um, how do you feel about the judge's verdict? Um, it's not the amount that I wanted, but I'm happy that she ruled in my favor because that was really a traumatic experience. I can imagine you were scared to death when that happened, right? Literally was scared to death. Absolutely right. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, good. We're all glad your puppy's doing better, and uh, congratulations. Thank you. Take care now. Okay, that'll do it for this case. Most interesting one. Harvey? You know, Doug, in small claims court, judges sometimes can accept hearsay, but when there's no basis to know whether it's true or false, uh, even in small claims, it's out of bounds. Are there any other traditions around your house that you have that maybe others don't have? You had a, a beautiful habit, and I don't know where you picked this up. Right. I think you're the only one who does this. Your brothers d- didn't do it, that you would send uh, your mother flowers on your birthday. My brothers do it, too. Your brothers do it, too? Well, where did you guys get that? It's one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. Mom got flowers on our birthday because, you know, after all, you yeah. kind of owe your birthday to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So our kids, our kids usually do that. I'm supposed to be the one who fills in if they fall down on the job. They don't get <laughs> sometimes I, I might have fallen down I on the job. I sometimes get but we, flowers on right, my children's birthdays. Right. We're supposed to. And, you know, <laughs> but that, but that was a lo- that's a lovely, right. lovely gesture. And um, we do have, we call them Social Thursdays after a song that's called Social well, you Friday. you call it that. You call it. Jueves Social. And yeah, that's okay. every Thursday, uh, all of us get together at one o'clock right. at, for lunch 
at my mother's house, right. at my 95-year-old mother's house, right. and her caretaker cooks a killer Cuban meal. Yes. And um, and uh, cousins come over. My my sister comes over from Broward. My brother. Everybody just stops what they're doing and goes over there at we one o'clock. Play o dominoes at the end. Sometimes, sometimes. we play dominoes. At yeah. the end, we have what we call sobremesa. Sobremesa. Yeah, right? you, we've tried to yeah. teach you that. Sobremesa is over the table, and it's yeah, you when you don't eat and run. No, yes. there's no dine and dash. It's like you sit and you talk to the people you just had a meal with. Right. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.